Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on your location. This is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the 55th episode. And I'm so privileged to be here once again with my friend and my sister, Yvonne Johnson. Uh, we're going to be looking at leadership and strategy. Yes, leadership and strategy. Uh, this amazing lady is going to be adding so much value uh, on this session. I'm so delighted and excited. Uh, I've known her from way back uh, through her dad, and now we're showing up massively all over the world. Um, I'm sure our listeners would enjoy this session. Um, so, how are you today, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing well. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I'm really, really excited to, to be okay. here. Excellent, excellent. Now, tell us who is Yvonne? Yvonne Johnson. Oh, oh wow. Good question. Well, thank you again for having me. Um, today, Yvonne runs uh, a fintech. I'm the co-founder of a fintech called Indicina. Uh, but before I started Indicina, I led the strategy team of a large West African bank. And my portfolio covered all of their Africa businesses, both bank and non-bank. But my background is actually in technology. I started my career in tech. Um, and then after an MBA, I moved into financial services. Initially, I was doing investment banking in New York. And then I moved back home um, about 2009 to join um, the bank. Uh, the bank was a large legacy bank and there was a bold transformation that they were going to pull off. Um, and so I came in and joined uh, that team. And I was there for almost uh, a decade before leaving to start a FinTech. Wow, awesome, awesome. So how, how did you get into leadership? Good question, good question. I feel like, um, you know, when, 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 when one thinks about their careers, you know, we all start as individual contributors. Um, so you have skill sets that you learn, um, maybe based on interest, um, you know, maybe based on curiosity. And, you know, as an individual contributor, your, your main goal is to be just very good at, you know, that task and that skill and honing that skill. Yeah. Um, and for me, there's always been um, one of the guiding principles that I've always had is intellectual curiosity. Um, and, you know, you know, over time, I remember when I started my career in technology and it was it was a, it was a software company. And, you know, I was you know, I was a software engineer for them. Uh, but the sales guys used to pull me along on their sales calls. And so that led Good. to a curiosity as to, you know, what was it that the software, what what problem was the software solving for them? Solving, what was the yeah. pain point? Yeah, so that was a curiosity. And so for me, that's always been the, the, the guiding principle. And I think with the leadership over time, it was also then a desire to be able to um, give back to other people in terms of, you know, um you know teaching people everything that i know um and really guiding them as well um into um into their career goals and so awesome. over the years as you start to get good as an individual contributor i rose up the ranks into more leadership roles and um, you know the, the role that i'm currently at is probably kind of my biggest to date and that was again just really a desire to solve this big problem that i had seen and wanting to build something from the ground up so that's wow. kind of what led to my current leadership position. Wow, awesome. I want to uh, celebrate you, you know, um, my first uh, impression, you know, of you was when uh, you spoke on the platform. 
Uh, yes, yes. Sir. It was Thank amazing, you. you know. You were just, uh, you were just fascinating, you know. I mean, I, I just wanted to share, you know, one or two nuggets from your session there. I mean, what were you trying to? I was talking about the future of the continent, you know, uh, the tech founder. Yeah. Can you just drop some some nuggets from from your? Sure, sure. Sure. So, so the the topic of um, my my talk at the platform was about um, the tech founder being the future of the continent. Yeah. Um, I, I have a technology background. My first degree is in computer science, and I've always been very fascinated and a very firm believer in the power of technology to improve humanity. Yeah. Um, and so I've always kept in touch. I mean, I had a technology background. I started my career in tech. Even though after the MBA I moved into financial services, I was always very kind of you know curious about technology, um, you know, and 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 stayed in that field. And you know, today I run a fintech. And one of the things that I've seen, you know, here on the continent, I mean, in Nigeria here, you know, there's a lot of challenges. I mean, okay. uh, for, for the last for the last couple of decades, you know, there's been a high dependence on kind of natural resources, um, you yeah. know, and and that has been what we've tied our economy to. But, you know, there's been another set of resources um, that we have in abundance um, and that can is even more sustainable. And so mm. my talk was really as to say that, you know, there ne really needs to be a focus on human capital, um, mm. you know, as, you know, a, a more sustainable resource, um, mm. you know, to, to, to peg our fortunes on. And specifically mm. technology in the last couple of years, we've also shown that this human capital that we have, you know, has mm. a strong affinity for technology. Um, right. In the last couple of years, there's been a lot of technology accelerators that have come okay. up and has really, they have really shown the world that, you know, our talent in Nigeria, they're very good. You know, the software developers that we're grooming in Nigeria are very good. And when you hmm. put that together with the current high demand for technology talents, you know, the pandemic has really accelerated digitization. And so there's a lot of software that has to be built. And so there's high demand for technology talent. And so when you put that together, um, it, it's really a huge opportunity for us to really ride, ride this wave, you know, show the world how great this human capital we are and really take advantage for the high demand for technology talent. Wow, amazing, amazing. That's, that's quite uh, powerful. I just want to, uh, you know, celebrate you. Um, Thank you, you know, so much. And that's very instructive because we have a lot of, um, you know, people that studied abroad and, you know, it's not trickling down in terms of the impact, um, you know, into the Nigerian environment. We have people that studied in Yale, Harvard, you know, Kellogg's, you know, my brother-in-law also studied in Kellogg's, he's also in banking. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I studied abroad as well, you know, so, but it seems the Nigerian states, you know, we have not really been able to, um, uh, have a feet on the ground as it were uh, properly. I mean, there's so much negative news all over the place. So, and and the more good news that we have, you know, of course, what the example of the fintech space, what is happening there. And thank you for adding so much content and value in that space. Now, I want us to look at, you know, why we're here, uh, leadership and strategy. Um, uh, yesterday, I was listening to, um, a gentleman and he was talking about planning strategic planning you know the, the importance of planning you know uh in leadership um you know so um what, what's your understanding of leadership and what's your understanding of strategy and what's what's the where, where did they where did they meet where's the fusion yeah 
Yeah, it's a good question. And and the summary is that, you know, strategy just really enables um, leadership. Um, when, when, when I think about leadership and, you know, I think about it in my role as an entrepreneur and as a CEO, um, you know, my primary goal as a leader is really to carry the vision. You know, at the end of the day, you know, with leaders, you know, you're tasked with, um, you know, solving a problem, you know, problem, and yes. the idea, and the idea is that in solving this problem, you would really make a dent on humanity. There would be a, a number of people, a set of people who would have kind of a major impact and an improvement in their lives, you know, if you're able to execute properly. And so as a leader, one of the things is that, you, you know, you really carry the vision, right? So you're no longer an individual contributor, like I talked about in the past. Um, mm. You know, it's now really saying that you carry the vision. Right. And in communicating that vision, you are inspiring a team, um, you know, to get to that point. You know, mm. so, so that's really what leadership is. And, and it sounds very simple, but it, it, it's incredibly hard, right? Because there's a lot of things that you have to get right. You know? <laughs> no, it is, it is. So, so, so if, you, if you come from that point and say, okay, leadership is around, it's around carrying the vision and it's around motivating the team to execute that vision, right? You know, because as a single person, you can't do it all. And, you know, that's the first challenge of leadership, that you have the vision in your head, you carry it in your head, but you cannot execute by yourself. Right. You know, you have to inspire, you have to assemble a team, inspire the team, um, yeah. you know, to get to that point. And then when you now then talk about strategy, like I said, you know, at the very simple, uh, at, at, at the very simple level, strategy is about problem solving. It's to say mm. that, yes, you have this vision. Yes, you have this goal, this destination that you yeah. want to get to. And strategy yeah. is about how do you how do you get there? Right. And mm. how, do, how do you get there with the set of resources that you have? There's trade offs mm. you have to make, you know. Yeah. In problem solving, the things that you would do and there's things that you would not do. And, and so mm. that's really where they intersect. It's to say that the leader carries a vision and, you know, the um, the destination and the strategy really is, is how to get there. And, and strategy, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, there's different nuances to it, right? You know, mm. um, you know, because external resources matter in terms of strategy. I mean, mm. You know, if, for example, you have a destination you want to get to and it's just a question of, you know, financial resources, right? The strategy yeah. that you would devise if you had a million dollars for the task is different from if you had only $10,000 and you had to, right. you know, compromise, right? You know, um, you know, the times and the seasons matter, right? You know, hmm. you, you can be constrained by policy depending on the type of um, industry that you're in, right? You know, so strategy is trying to say that, look, you know, how do I solve this problem within the constraints that are around me? Okay, awesome, awesome. That's, that's really deep. And so um, who, who would you say is a strategic leader? as opposed to a visionary leader? Wow, that's, uh, that's, um, that's a very good question. If you, if you go into the technology industry, um, yeah. you know, and, and again, it's, it's, it's a favorite industry of mine. When I think about, um, when I think about kind of Jeff Bezos and Amazon, and I know he's, he's stepped down, um, I see him. Um, I, I see him as both, but I think for this purposes, I would lean more towards his um, strategic leadership, um, okay. in 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 the sense that um, 
I mean, for example, today, when, when you say the word Amazon, you know, most people would say it's an e-commerce company, you know, they, you know, you can, they, they, they sell goods online, right. You know, um, but again, if, if you, if you actually look under the hood in their financials, you know, there's a big part of their business that comes from their cloud business, right. Their AWS cloud business. And, and, and that's really, that's really about strategy. I mean, if, if you really learn about how that business came about to be, um, it, it was a very strategic move on their part um, to be able to set up this new business and now become this dominant force in the cloud business. And the cloud business is is so far away from e-commerce, right? You know, wow. you know they're, wow. they're, they're so opposed. So so when I think about all of that and the more that I kind of learn about, you know, him and his business and whatnot, he's definitely somebody that I could say is, um, you know, a strategic leader. Um, wow. Now, when you talk about kind of, you know, visionary leadership, um, again, just very good question. And, and there's so many examples, but I, I think one that would come to me is, you know, President Obama. Um, you know, he, 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 he's definitely one that you can tell has, you know, he does a good job of, you know, keeping that destination in his mind and, and you know, forming and and having and, and carrying that vision in his head and he does very well you know communicating that and like i said inspiring uh people towards that leadership right you know it, it it's less so about you know the hands-on execution or or maybe even the details around it but it's more so look this is a vision and you know dare to imagine that we can get to this place right and i think that's something that he did very well wow awesome that that's 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 amazing. If you're just joining us or listening to, you're going to listen to uh, the replay I have with me, um, Yvonne Johnson. Uh, she's a fintech, uh, you know, leader and uh, an entrepreneur, and she has acquired so much expertise, you know, in corporate banking, I mean, strategy. And so we're looking at leadership and strategy, leadership and strategy. This is a leadership talk with Adigoke, the 55th episode yes the 55th episode now i just want to find out you know now what, what's the consequence or what's the challenge if a leader uh is not strategic has no strategy proper strategy i mean you yeah. know today today you're seeing this and tomorrow you you know there's a recalibration and so there's no clear roadmap what, what's the consequence of that on the business yeah it's <clears throat> Yeah, it's a question, and one of the biggest consequences would just be um, frustration and demoralization among the team. Mm -hmm. uh, because, like I said, you know, one of the first things that you realize as a leader is that you can't do it all yourself. And in fact, you're not even you're not even measured by how much. In fact, let, let me put it this way: if 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 you're doing if as a leader you know you're doing a lot of the kind of hands-on work right you know maybe more than kind of 50 60 percent it's, it's it's a sign of kind of poor leadership right because really leadership is about inspiring a team um it's around you know carrying that vision in your head being able to properly communicate it to the team um and and then motivation motivate them you know to an outcome um and so when you have um kind of a leader that you know has kind of no strategy or poor strategy um, what that means is again, you know, you know, remember leadership is, you know, you're trying to solve a problem, you know, and it's, it's your, it's, it's your 
Wow. Wow. I think the, uh, the plan to people. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. You're Can you come back in? <laughs> yes. I think there's a challenge with the with the sound. Uh, so my guest will be coming back in shortly. I've been on the platform with um, Yvonne Johnson and we've been looking at leadership and strategy, leadership and strategy. And uh, we're looking at, you know, a situation where a leader has no strategy. What's the impact of that on the organization? And she's saying that, you know, um, Oftentimes, you have an organization where a leader is uh, just trying to do most of the things and could find ease herself in a situation where, you know, the organization is not running effectively. So leadership is about delegation. Leadership is about uh, showing up and providing uh, the enabling environment, you know, for uh, the business to thrive. And so... Um, it's it's been a good session. I mean, the I'm sure she'll be joining us uh, very shortly. Maybe it's a Wi-Fi, but uh, this is leadership and uh, the strategy. Leadership and strategy. Yes, she's back. <laughs> wow. Right, you're back. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's why we're here. You know, we're looking at strategy. You know, <laughs> and we're talking about a situation where you know a leader can't follow through. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, so my point is that, you know, with kind of poor strategy or no strategy, um, the, the first thing that happens is is demoralization uh, within the team. Um, yeah. Because, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than feeling like, look, we're, we're all trying to get somewhere, but we, we don't know what we're doing, right? You know, um, so, so, so that would be one of, that would be one of the first things. But having said that, you know, there are some situations, uh, and again, it's really about communicating to the team and bringing them along, right? You know, because yeah. at the end of the day, ev every one of us has, you know, um, you know, a, a, a desire for greater expression. We want to make sure that, you know, our work is meaningful and we're making an impact. You know, mm -hmm. there are some situations, for example, within a startup context where, um, you know, one of the things about startups is that, you know, innovation is in their DNA and so it's speed. So they iterate very fast uh, with what they're doing, right? You know, maybe they have a product idea and they iterate very fast in terms of what the product should do and the features, right? Mm -hmm. um, and in those kind of situations, it's normal to say that, look, we, we try something, we experiment with it. Maybe it doesn't quite work. We pick something else, right? You know, um, yeah. now it might seem like there is, it might appear on the surface that there is poor planning and strategy, but but no, it's, it's, it's just within the context. But at the end of the day, if you're communicating properly with the team, um, yeah. you know, that's always very helpful. And so that's one of the things with kind of poor, what's poor strategy and no strategy, especially if it's not communicated to the team. Um, it very easily leads to, to, to frustration. Um, and, you know, with everything, um, I mean, we talked about it, leadership is challenging. Um, the idea is that this problem that you're trying to solve, this um, destination you're trying to take people to, um, it, it's tough to get there. It's, it's probably something that nobody else has done. So okay, inspiring and motivating people on the journey is always very important. Awesome. 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 Now, I just want to find out, you know, how can, you know, a business perform uh, better than competition? What strategy that can you 
can you, uh, you know, um, implement even now with COVID? Uh, for example, you are an entrepreneur, you're a startup. What, what strategy can you put in place um, for you to, uh, um, you know, just outshine competition? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And, you know, remember, remember I said that, you know, strategy also has to... Um, it has to be done within context, within the seasons, right? You know, um, today we're, you know, we're recording a podcast and, you know, we're on a device, maybe a phone or a laptop, right? You know, and there's so much technology that allows us to be able to do it. Uh, mm. But if this was, you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago, we would have had to go to a special location and use special yeah. equipment to do it, right? You know, so, so, so strategy is not in isolation. It's, it's you know, within... Um, um, within the context. And so, again, we had this pandemic, uh, it came upon us, um, you know, and, you know, it, it really kind of upended and just changed everything as we know it. And so, and, and a lot of people were affected, right, you know, so if you're a business, and you're saying that, you know, look, how do I now compete, right, you, you, you probably have to modify your strategy. One mm. of the things that, you know, any business should be thinking about right now is digitization. Because wow. one of the things that, you know, um, one of the things that the pandemic forced us to do is that we then had to kind of reduce, um, you know, human interaction, right? You know, um, so a lot of us couldn't go to the bank anymore. It meant that we had to do online banking. If you're a business, um, for example, and you had a physical location, um, mm. more often than not, people are not able to come to your location as much as possible. So then you then have to think, how can I reach my customers? So digitization then starts to become part of any strategy right you know wow. it starts to become part of your marketing strategy if mm. you relied on people to kind of walk into your store or if you relied mm. on paper flyers now mm. you have to work on you know digital marketing you have to be able to market your products your services online to attract people yeah. um, again if you relied on people to walk into your store to buy your goods now you have to have an option where they can go online and buy the same goods, right? You know, so that means you set up a storefront uh, and whatnot, right? Payments, right? You know, yeah. before you probably relied on people to come into the store and pay by cash, you have to digitize. So digitization would be a core aspect of any strategy uh, for anybody in, in, in a post-COVID world, right? Because awesome. um, the, the, the human interaction has been limited and there's a lot more uh, digital interactions going on. Awesome, awesome. Uh, that, that's, that's a good one. Now, I want to talk about strategic planning, you know. Um, one of the things about a strategic leader is planning ahead, you know. With COVID, it caused a lot of disruptions, you know. Um, those plans, we had to just rip it apart and have new plans. And it's an ongoing crisis, you know. Um, you know, sometimes your fine organizations have a five-year plan, quarterly plan. So what's the role of planning now? How, you know, how effective is planning? Yeah, it, it, it's it's very effective and it's very, um, it's very important. Um, because again, you're talking about a team, so it's more than one person. Um, even your strategy would have different parts to it, right? You know, you're talking of, you know, you also talked about it, there's a duration, right? You know, uh, when I was in the bank, our strategic planning cycles were three years, 
right? So okay. every three years, um, you know, we would sit down and say, you know, what is our strategy over the next, um, you know, three years? What do we want to do? What did we, we would look back in the past? What did we do well? What did we not do well, right? You know, and for us, we felt that three good enough. It, it was it wasn't too short um, that you know you're you're constantly spinning your wheels, and it's not too long where events can overtake. Now you have yeah. your annual review sessions. Uh, but that's separate from kind of your strategic planning cycle. Um, right. You know, with 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 me being a startup, of course, you know, strategic planning cycles are much shorter. It's it's not going to be three years because things move very fast, right? So it's much yes. shorter. Uh, but the whole idea is that with planning is again coming to the team and agreeing yeah. on you know this strategy that you know agreeing on what the right strategy is. Uh, look in the past and see what happens, what you did right, what you did wrong. Yeah. Um, make make a bit of projections about the future, right? You know, where, where are things going? And you look at different indicators, right? Yeah. Um, so, so that planning is important because that's what you're going to then use to document kind of the strategy and phase it out. But even with strategic planning, it's also very good to, to review those plans periodically, okay. whether, whether it's quarterly, whether it's annually, because you always have to go back and say, look, our assumptions, are they still relevant? Um, yeah. Because there's, there's assumptions that you would have made. Um, there's projections you would have made. Are we still on track? These things that we said are going to happen, are they still going to happen? And so would our strategy still be relevant? So regardless yeah. of kind of the, the tenor of your strategic plans, it, it's always good to have um, periodic reviews. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Now I want to look at, you know, uh, talents talent, you know, when you plan strategy and, um, you know, have huge ambitious plans. And for example, in Nigeria, there's been a lot of uh, movement, you know, uh, people are having to uh, relocate abroad and, you know, is disrupting plans of uh, even the, you know, big organizations. Uh, people are looking for better opportunities. Can you speak to that? the challenges of having, you know, talent migrating and leaving organizations. How do you, how yeah. do you do with that as a stra strategic leader? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an important question because at the end of the day, I mean, human capital, people, resources, they, they, they're so important. Mm. Um, organization, businesses, they're living, breathing beings. Um, yes, you have a vision and whatnot. And remember, like I said, you know, you can't do it all yourself. And so you need a team. So people are incredibly important to any, um, you know, any, um, you know, journey that, that you're going on. Yeah. Um, and so you always have to have a pulse on what the trends are, right, as it affects your people, right, you know, um, you know, and, and remember with every organization, you know, there are different functions within the organization, your technology people, your finance people and whatnot. Uh, and at the end of the day, we also, you know, you can't forget um, we as human beings and what drives us and what makes us, um, um, you know, what inspires us, because you always have to keep a pulse on that, right? You know, mm -hmm. there's nothing worse than having somebody on your team that's not inspired, that's not motivating, they, they can't be productive. And one of wow. your key, one of your key uh, responsibilities as a leader um, is really to just kind of harness this team and bring out uh, from them, you know, even things that they didn't know are in themselves. Um, and so you're right, right? You know, we now have, um, you know, again, this a lot of it um, having to do with the pandemic, 
uh, working remotely, you know, people have now kind of opened up to, you know, different working styles, yeah. different working styles. And that's also triggering, um, you know, uh, people are really kind of reviewing what do they want, what is important to them. It's no longer the status quo of I'm just going to stay at this job, you know, for however long, right? Um, again, it's back to your kind of planning and strategy and reviewing your strategy. Mm. You know, I talked about it frequently. You need to sit down and say, okay, what are some of these trends that are seeing that were happening, right? You know, and yeah. now you have people saying that, look, you know, we want, I mean, one of the key things now is that people are saying, look, we want a more flexible way of working, right? You know, yeah. um, the old way was that I would come into a physical office for eight, nine hours a day, um, and then I would go back home. Um, and mm -hmm. people are saying that, no, I don't want that. I want a more flexible way of doing, of, of working. And that's yeah. something that as a leader, you have to be open to. You have to be mm -hmm. open to the idea that, you know, people can still be productive, um, yeah. you know, with a flexible working arrangement. And that also then shows uh, a commitment yeah. to that in individual, a commitment um, to the well-being of that individual. So it, it's really, again, about planning and just really looking and saying that, okay, times have changed, and so I also need to adapt my strategy uh, to it. Wow, wow. Wow, this has been a powerful session from an amazing lady <laughs> speaking to our listeners all over the world and those that are going to be uh, listening to the replay. Uh, I have with me Yvonne Johnson. She's a fintech uh, leader. She's uh, been in corporate, uh, the corporate environment, and we're looking at leadership and strategy. Uh, if you're on the platform, if you have any questions for Yvonne, uh, just type in into the chat uh, if you have any questions for her. Um, this is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, the 55th edition. Um, now, I just have a few more questions. Now, sure. what would you like to say to um, that leader out there that you know is a bit confused as to how to uh, pivot. Uh, for example, I did a lot of uh, in-person trainings uh, before COVID, and all of a sudden things shut down. I had to uh, recalibrate, and one of the ways I, you know, is by showing up on a podcast, and you know, and it's worked for me. You know, uh, what would you like to say to a leader out there that is struggling with pivoting? It's, it's a good question. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, we as leaders struggle with because you're so focused on the destination. Um, you're so, um, you're so convinced of your strategy. And it's sometimes, yeah. you know, we, we get overly emotional about the strategy. Um, but, you know, we also should know that, you know, curveballs will always come. It, it's not mm -hmm. a question of, um, if they would come, they would always come. When? Um, yeah you know, things would always happen, right? You know, maybe you had somebody leave the team unexpectedly and you have to fill in a role. Uh, you could wake up and there's there's a pandemic that just um, upends everything, right? You know, um, and but your ability as a leader to really be able to adapt to different times and situations, um, you know, is also very important. It's a skill that you learn over time, um, but it's definitely something that you can't, you you can't let it deter you you certainly right. can't let it, um, you know, scare you. And, and pivots are not always bad. You, you can find that, you know, pivots sometimes force you um, into even better outcomes, right? So that flexibility in um, execution style, um, mm -hmm. you know, is is important, right? You know, like I said, we all woke up in, in the pandemic, right? And <laughs> if, if you had if you had a strategy that was very yeah. reliant on 
physical interaction, just like you talked about. I mean, training is, is, is such an important one. You know, you needed to go to a location, train a set of people for, for a couple of yeah. hours, right? You know, so embrace, embrace the embrace the, the the possibilities that changes would have to happen and that you would have to make a pivot right but at the end of the day as a leader that vision that you carry in your head right yes you have a strategy about how we get to accomplish this vision but also mm. be very open that you know our strategy would change but we mm. still have that vision we still need mm. to kind of keep it in our head and inspire people towards that vision but just know that sometimes the the, the manner in which we get there would change Wow, wow, wow. Yvonne, you've been so amazing um, on this podcast. I know there's so much coming from your, you know, your insight. Um, when I looked at your profile, it's intimidating. I mean, for some of us that are just starting off, you know, <laughs> um, it's, it's massive. Um, can you speak to this? Uh, who are, do you have mentors? Who are your mentors? I, I realized that, you know, uh, when you were in uni, uni uh, you were on the dean's list. You got so many awards and accolades, and you still, you're still showing up. You know, who are your mentors? Um, it's a good question. I mean, I, I have, um, I have peer mentors. Um, you know, just. Uh, you know, friends and people that I've known uh, for a very long time. Um, yeah. You know, not 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 always necessarily kind of in technology in the same field that I am in, um, but yeah. just like I said, one of the things that you know I, I really prize and you know is is intellectual curiosity. And so when mm. I see that quality in somebody, um, you know, it's somebody that it's something that I always kind of want to learn from. So a lot of my peer mentors, just kind of, you know, friends that I, I grew up with, um, it's just really been inspired by, you know, their intellectual curiosity. And also, you know, I'm also very inspired by people that, you know, just kind of are self-starters and really challenge themselves, you know, with new yeah. challenges, right, you know. Um, and so those are the kind of things that I look for. And so when in translating into, into mentorship, mentorship, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's actually just peers of mine and I see those qualities in them and it's something that, you know, and I admire and I want to learn um, and I'm able to latch onto. So they're not also necessarily people that are in the same industry or whatnot. And sometimes they, they, they're actually awesome. even of the same age group. Good, good, good. Well done. Fantastic. Now, last question before the last. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to just you know, in 30 seconds, say something to anyone out there that's going to listen or listening now, something, you know, that you just inspired to say in 30 seconds. Good one, yeah. I, I, I like this topic of leadership because for the longest time, I always thought, you know, it was, it, it was a skill set or a status of kind of, you know, a privileged set of people. But one of the things I just want to really inspire, um, you know, you know, encourage people about is that, you know, a lot of leadership skills can be learned. Mm. Um, you know, I think, I think that desire to want to kind of improve um, humanity, the desire for change and whatnot, you know, that expression, um, that desire for a greater expression is all within all of us, right? You know, mm. and so to mm. never see leadership as this thing that, you know, other people can do, but not me, right? You know, um, a mm. lot of the skills that we talk about with leadership, these are very concrete skills, strategic planning, assembling a team, um, execution. Uh, these are skills that can be learned, right? You know, so that's definitely something that, you know, I want to leave people with. Um, it, it's not, it's not this mystical status that, you know, nobody only a select few people can um you know can aspire to they're, they're definitely skills that you can learn 
Wow, wow, wow. Well, but I just also believe that, you know, leadership is, uh, is, uh, is, is, is different from entertainment, you know. Um, <laughs> it's hard work. It's hard work, okay. showing up, uh, providing inspiration, planning, you know, talking about execution, you know. So uh, if you're not ready to follow through, um, you just find that, you know, you might get frustrated. It's not for, it's not for uh, cowards. It's not for people that uh, are not determined. And so I'm just so excited and um, I'm so thankful for sharing the platform with Yvonne Johnson, uh, showing up massively. Uh, finally, um, if they want to reach you, our listeners want to reach you, uh, how can they reach you? Your website or your, Oh, good one. Yes. Um, so the, the, my, um, the startup that uh, I founded is called Indicina. Our website is I N D is Indicina.co. I N D I C I N A.co. Uh, so definitely you can reach us there. Okay. Now Indicina, what does it stand for? Cause it sounds very, you know, I know Indiana, is it Indiana or, you know, is it, where is it, what, where is it coined from or is it your, your your family name or something or yeah 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 no it's uh, it's actually a latin word that's synonymous with data um okay. a, lo a lot of what we do at in in the scene is around data and data analytics and really helping people to draw um insights from data and so we wanted a name that would um symbolize that wow wow so that's it the 55th session of leadership talk with adik okay I've had with me on this session, leadership and strategy, my amazing sister, uh, you know, uh, Yvonne Johnson. If you'd like to say thank you to her, you know, she showed up and she'd had it so much value. Feel free to put it in the chat, say thank you. And on behalf of myself and the team, uh, Leadership Talk with Adigo K, we just want to thank you for coming and for the listeners all over the world, thank you for joining us. Have a pleasant day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs>